0: Okay, all set? Yep. Ready. Ready. Every time. <laughs> now come along and listen to us talk with the Bond Jam. Go and have a lovely little walk with the bonjam. Jam. Let me put it on and go to bed with the bonjam. Jam. Or we'll grab yourself a slice of toast and spread with the Bond Jam. Hello and welcome to Bond Jam with me, Simon Jeffrey, and I'm joined by the 007 legends to my everything or nothing. It's Mr. James Turner. <laughs>
1: Hi, Simon. You, all you've done there, just remind me of how awful 007 Legends was. But um, but yeah, I'm I'm good, thanks.
0: <laughs> Today we're going to do a little bit of a loose conversation about IO Interactive's announced James Bond video game, Project 007. Um, yeah. From what we know about it so far, it's in very early days. They're hiring writers and producers and game developers. Um, so I don't expect we'll see anything for a couple of years. So I thought what we'd talk about is really just a few of our hopes and must-haves. So um, IO Interactive are the company uh, behind this. They mm-hmm. are um, probably most well-known at the moment for their Hitman trilogy. Yep. Have you played all three of those games?
1: Yeah i played all of them and the ones before and as well have been quite a fan of the Hitman series so when it was announced that they were um, doing the Bond title that took me by quite a surprise actually and um, I think it's really good news that they're the ones that are behind the, the game. Uh, I think it's better out of the hands of Activision at the moment. I think they're fully concentrating on things like Call of Duty and things like that. And I didn't really like the way they'd already approached their previous Bond games. They did some titles where I was like, that has some good ideas and stuff, but the way it was going, the fact they haven't produced a game for
0: so long. Yeah, we've basically had an entire generation without a Bond video game. Oh, yeah. Um, And I imagine when this one does come out, it'll be on PlayStation 5 and... uh, Whatever the Xbox is called these days. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's where my loyalties lie. I'm betraying myself there. Um Yeah. I agree. I think the Daniel Craig era Bond films and the, the games that have been released during that time have leaned heavily towards tie ins and um almost retelling the events of the the film's verbatim in some cases. Um I'm looking forward to this from what we've heard about it. It's going to be a standalone story with a new uh, a new and unique Bond as well. Yeah. So not yeah. based on any of the previous or current likenesses of James Bond, but a uh, a distinct interpretation of the character from from themselves, from their own...
1: Yes. So I imagine it'll be very similar to the one we maybe got in Agent Under Fire. Yes. And... Uh, and the lesser-received GoldenEye Rogue agent, which I'm quite happy about.
0: Yeah, it's funny, because I remember when uh, Nightfire took the likeness of Brosnan, didn't it? And then Mm -hmm. Everything or Nothing took it one step further and brought him on as the the voice as well. And that was quite exciting at the time. But now I've sort of gone full circle to kind of wanting a distinct, separate video game bond again. Um, Because I think the video games tend to mimic... The films of the actors they're based on to some degree yeah. and so the yeah. craig likeness in the in the games like uh, bloodstone um and quantum solace they've tended to be quite gadget sparse um there's a lot of cell phone action which i find a little bit irritating you know everything's mm. just like there's no gadget so to speak beyond just hacking something with his phone or taking a picture with the phone or, you know, and that's very representative of his films as well. They're quite low on gadgetry. Whereas you look back at like Everything or Nothing or one of the Brosnan era ones or Nightfire, that, you know, of course you're going to get an Aston Martin with rockets that fire out of it because that's the era they're from. And I think, you know, taking a step away from any particular actor might give them the freedom to really embrace more than just one actor's interpretation of the role or one particular stylistic approach.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, Dine of the Day gets a lot of criticism, but I think that sort of film actually translates really well to video games because of the stuff that happens in that, so having no actor gives much more free rein with that.
0: I've heard some stories about how um, Barbara Broccoli in particular is quite picky with um, what she will allow Bond to do in a video game. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Supposedly, like Bond was never allowed to be seen killing another ally in the games. You couldn't select oh, yeah. him. Like I think in Nightfire, perhaps, or you yeah, you, you couldn't yeah. select him if the opponent was a, was an ally, for instance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think they've had some say in the past about how previous Bond video games have been kind of just gratuitous, violent games, like killing for the sake of it, and you know. Bond does kill, obviously, and Brosnan's Bond killed quite a lot of people. You know, in GoldenEye, there's scenes of him with an AK-47 mowing down Russian soldiers. But on the whole, he kills who he has to. Not not everyone. And I think that's interesting when you take into account where IO Interactive have been kind of specializing in... The Hitman games, they reward you for only killing the right people. And I think that's an yeah, interesting yeah. kind of concept that could be quite successfully brought into the Bond franchise. Yeah, I think I think it would work really well, that. I mean, I don't know about you, but I've kind of been going under the assumption that whatever new Bond game we get from this studio, it's going to be quite close to Hitman in style and design. Yeah, or, or at least really. we might see some of those elements carried over. And given that we've both got experience with those hitman games i wondered if we could talk about hitman a little bit and talk about which elements of those games do you think would successfully transfer over to a bond game and which ones wouldn't
1: i've played hitman for years and years even before the generation that we're seeing now and um, they've always been like this sandbox game and then it wasn't until hitman absolution where it gave it more of a narrative it kind of became more linear uh, and less of a sandbox and that makes me wonder whether it'll go down that route where there will be elements of free mode to do what you need to in a certain level but you'll be stuck to a path that you still need to stick to so i think there will be linear elements i'd say it's probably might be more closer to hitman absolution than it is
0: to the maybe the current hitman games that we've seen now because i've only really played hitman you know the first of yeah, yeah. the io interactive solo kind of ones and there are elements of being quite linear. There is an ongoing narrative with the cutscenes that link them together. But essentially, it does just amount to kill this person, then kill this person, then kill this person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And kill your way to the top of this chain until you've got all of these people in this organisation, whatever it is. There obviously needs to be more than that in a James Bond game. Mm, Yeah, yeah. He's not just an assassin. And there are missions where your job is to recover documents and things like that. But I do think that Project 007 needs to have more of a through-line where you're not just clicking destination, going to one country, clicking another one, going to another, uh, just to go and kill someone. Um, There needs to be a kind of narrative throughout. And I would like to see some kind of sandbox or open-world roaming area that you can move about freely within there. I really like elements of the replayability of Hitman. Mm. I like the idea that you could do a mission once one way and go back and do it another way to get another challenge or to get a higher score at it yeah, yeah. there's a precedent in the bond game series to have 007 moments for, ha- for doing certain things a certain way and i think that could be integrated quite nicely to sort of borrow those hitman challenges but make them into sort of bond moments like use your yeah. gadget in a certain way and it's not just about how you kill someone it's about being bond you know, doing yeah, doing yeah, various yeah. things in a Bond-like way.
1: Yeah, I, I think the replayability is a big thing about Hitman. It's, it's definitely something I would like to see. And that idea of being able to play it again and do it in a completely different way is uh, is definitely what I'm hoping to carry on with.
0: Yeah, I mean, Hitman, the gameplay revolves around quite heavily the idea of disguises and yes, taking yeah. clothes and blending in. Uh, Bond typically is not full of disguises. I don't think it should be as heavily reliant on that. I don't think it should be about taking the clothes of every single person and constantly changing. Yeah. It needs to maintain that sense of being Bond by having an iconic look. I'd, I'd like there to be outfits. I'd like there to be skins. I think you've mentioned before one of your like dream things that you'd like to see included, James. Yeah, What was it? If you
1: play the new Hitman games, before you go into a mission, you can choose which suit you want to choose. And how amazing would it be, before you go on a mission on Bond, that you can choose whatever skin you want? So it could be a Roger Moore skin, a Sean Connery skin. I don't think this is ever going to happen, but my dream would be to be able to just choose an old Bond actor to play as in that level. Obviously, the default will be the generic Bond that we get, but you know, just to add more replayability and the fact that you can come back to it, an old Bond actor would be amazing.
0: You're not the first person I've seen online suggesting it, and some people are even saying that they think it's likely, but... I don't know if they... will. obviously, there's certain licenses they need to get. You know, those actors do own their likenesses.
1: Yeah, I think that's the biggest issue.
0: In Sony's recent Spider-Man games, there's been the option to... Change your suits, and some of those suits have been the movie suits. The Tobey Maguire Spider Man suit was an option, as well as at least three of the MCU Spider Man suits that you could wear. And that's always cool because you can sort of pretend you're in the sort of uh, Sam Raimi universe, or you can sort of pretend you're Tom Holland under the suit. But actually, they're not licensing any real actor's face in order to do that. And it's a bit different, sort of saying, you know, we want to put Pierce Brosnan in this. You can't legally do that. Without Pierce Brosnan's permission, yeah. So that's kind of tough, I think. But I still yeah. think there's certainly a possibility that there could be outfits from films, yeah, like Connery's white tux from the you know, beginning of uh, Goldfinger, perhaps, or you know, a safari suit of Roger Moore's. Or um, what I quite like to see, and what I really like about Hitman is that they do get quite a lot of gameplay out of the same maps. Yeah, I, I was surprised in a way that there was like, oh, there's only like six levels. But there's six really fully fleshed out, large maps. I don't need to, you know, hop around the globe indefinitely in a Bond game. And a film like You Only Live Twice proved that you can set your entire story in one country, and it still works. Like, Bond doesn't have to travel the world. You know, if you gave me the choice between a kind of globe-hopping adventure where you jump to one country for one level and then another to another, or you gave me, like, do you want this, like, fully detailed huge map of one place i know which one i'd choose and it would be the latter you know yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and what i like about hitman as well is the bonus missions they put in which mm. technically on the same map like the sapienza yeah, yeah, one yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, like there's the film set but it's completely transformed
1: yeah. You yeah, yeah. you
0: know you're on the same map because you can recognize the the landmarks but there's a film set there. It's at night. Yeah. There's different vehicles, different landscape, you know, certain areas are off limits, certain areas are, are open to you. And it's like, wow, you've kind of uh, recycled your map and and you've not had to do all that legwork again of redesigning the map, but you've completely changed the context of it. Yeah. Now how cool would it be if I mean obviously I think this new Bond game should have an original story with original characters. Yeah. But why not as a bonus mission have a kind of throwback to the film series? Yeah, a bonus yeah. mission on the same map where it's chased Jaws through this location. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. You know? Yeah, that would be cool.
0: I I don't think you need to be able to play as all these characters. I'm not even demanding that they give us a multiplayer particularly.
1: I think when people talk about oh it needs to have a multiplayer and stuff like that it's always going to get compared to Goldeneye and I think that's it's I think that's a problem with many bond games people compare it to Goldeneye but you can't has anyone played Goldeneye recently exactly. um, you can't
0: make a game like Goldeneye now and you certainly couldn't yeah. call it bond if you did it's just a mindless shooter that's all it is yeah. and bond is he shouldn't be a mass murderer like he is in Goldeneye yeah. in the game you just kill everyone you see and I would love there to be more to a Bond game than that, you know, we're talking about elements of Hitman we'd like to include Um, the variety of ways in which to do things is great to me, I would love that freedom to interpret the mission how you like and to be as Bond-like as you want, there are some gamers who probably just want to run through, kill people they're not meant to and get it done in, in no time at all. But
1: the, the Hitman games allow you to do that as well. as so If you want yeah, to kill absolutely. people, you can do it. So I think that's why that system would really work for a Bond game.
0: I'd like the separate chapters and the separate missions or whatever to feel slightly more connected than they do in Hitman. Yeah. And obviously with Bond, I think it should include, or I'd like it to include kind of driving elements as well, maybe vehicle-based sections. Yeah. In the past, in some games, they've tended to feel a little bit like, oh, there's a driving level or there's a on-foot level, but they've struggled in the past to kind of combine them into one seamlessly. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah.
0: Maybe yeah. it would be nice to have a kind of open-world hub.
1: Yeah.
0: On our video game episode way back when, we talked about which films we'd like to see or which ones would make good video games. Yeah. And one yeah. of the ones I got particularly excited about was Dr. No at the time. Just the idea of having this open-world Jamaica that you mm. could just roam around and do various things in different orders, perhaps, or have certain areas you couldn't access without certain things.
1: Yeah. See, a Doctor No game would probably work best in in sort of that Hitman mould. Something like that would, would kind of suit the way IO would, would, I imagine, make a Bond game.
0: Yeah, I certainly think that one of the things I look forward to most is the idea that you don't just play it once and then you never touch it again. Yeah. There are reasons to replay it, reasons to do it again and do it again in different ways. Like you on Hitman for instance, you you cannot achieve all of those challenges in one attempt. Yeah. Because they're kill him this way or kill him this way, kill him this way. So you can only kill them one way at a time. So you have to go back and play it again and again if you want to check off all those challenges. And I find myself wanting to do that.
1: I also think um, when you are replaying it, a lot of those challenges sometimes you might get to a certain mastery level and you unlock certain extra things that you can do that still maybe start the level somewhere else or it might unlock a different weapon or a yeah. gadget that you can use or something like that. That mastery will give further replayability to it and would work well. The second Hitman game of this assassination trilogy that they've done also plays a lot more to its uh, comedic nature. So you can dress up as silly things, and some of the ways you can kill people are really silly and stuff like that. Um, So that's something I don't think would translate well to maybe a Bond game.
0: Yeah, there's a fine line between sort of humorous ways of killing people and just kind of feeling like a sadist, you know. There are yeah. missions in Hitman where you can assassinate this over-the-top film star by kind of tampering with his uh, equipment on set, and it will send him flying into this mechanical mincer or whatever, and it's yeah, yeah. it's played for laughs completely, but it's... Yeah like bond should feel like the good guy in the game yeah yeah yeah, yeah. whereas i don't think that matters in hitman really mm. like for the most part i guess you're you're assassinating so called bad guys but in the case of that bonus mission it's just a film star that the studio wants to get rid of because he's yeah, making yeah. demands or something you're yeah. completely not in the right as agent 47 you're not the good guy on that bonus mission at all <laughs> Yeah. So somehow they've got to kind of make it feel like you are saving the world. You are doing what needs to be done, not just taking pleasure in killing. Yeah. On a kind of presentational level as well, with the not, not the gameplay itself, but just like when you load it up and you're in the menus and things. I'm not a huge fan of how Hitman kind of uh, is advertising other things to me at the same time. It's kind of got this hub-like menu system where... Partly it's saying, continue your game, but over here it's saying, buy the next one. I'd like a Bond game to kind of feel more immersive than that, you know? Yeah,
1: with the Hitman games, this World of Assassination trilogy, these ones now, it's all about constantly being updated all the time. There's extra missions that we get added, which is cool and everything. But you'd hope that at the start, you've kind of got as much as possible from when you first buy that game.
0: Yeah, it's games like this that make me feel just kind of old and out of touch, because I know this is just kind of the way that things are going, but because all of the games just instinctively connect to the internet and give you the most up-to-date version of them, a game could just be different from the last time you turned it on, and I would load up a level and suddenly go, hang on, was that there before? Was that challenge available before? I feel like I'm going crazy here, like... But I found the menus quite difficult to get to grips with. The sort of like You can go by destination or you can go by campaign and follow the story that way. And if you go by destination, there's a whole bunch of bonus stuff that I didn't realize was there. <laughs> yeah. mean, this yeah. is probably all just my own personal confusion at not being a, a huge gamer most of the time, just whenever I can fit it in around yeah. family life and stuff. Hitman's not yeah. the sort of game I can play with kids running around, so I have to... <laughs> Uh, I I don't play as many games as I used to, but I'll certainly be sending the kids out when I'm playing Bond. Just going to have for Bond. Yeah. yeah, so I'd like the overall game experience, being in the menus and yeah. navigating that, to feel more focused and less kind of commercially. Buy this bundle, download this. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. the the yeah. sequel's available now. Click here and and kind of feel more like I'm in. In that old school Goldeneye kind of way where everything's laid out like a dossier and, you know Yeah. <laughs> you feel like even in the game's menus you are bond, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Used to love that about Goldeneye, that just that menu. What yeah, if they made
0: the cool. menu system just a kind of free roaming MI six office?
1: Ah, oh, that that would be mint, wouldn't it? And then maybe a notice board like in the office or something like that that yeah. tells you anything new. So it's been announced that the game will be focusing on Bond's first mission.
0: Yeah, well, I, I don't think there's a huge amount known at the moment, but I just I know that their website describes it as an origin story. What are your thoughts when you hear those words, James?
1: Uh, immediately, I just think of Casino Royale, but a video game can do so much more than, than what a film could do in terms of exploring Bond's origin and going from there. So if it is an origin story, is it going to bring Bond back to basics in the way Casino Royale brought Bond back to basics? Because I just want Bond to be classic Bond, the Bond that I grew up with. Mm.
0: I have to say, like seeing the words origin story don't fill me with excitement. Yeah. What do we need to know about him that we need to go back to his origin for? He's not a superhero. We don't need to see how he got his powers. Yeah. I mean, maybe if there's some background... Like, maybe if it starts off and he's a commander in the Navy, that could be fun.
1: Yeah, that would be cool,
0: yeah. You know, you start off as Commander James Bond and then you get selected and you do your first mission for MI6. Something along those lines. But I don't want to go beyond that. I don't want to be doing the equivalent of like the Uncharted 4 thing where you're playing as a child or whatever.
1: Maybe the origin thing is more like... Um, if they're planning on doing it like a trilogy of Bond games... Maybe the idea is they want to establish an origin so they can establish their version of Bond. Yeah. So we understand that this
0: Bond is different to the
1: film incarnation.
0: I mean, now I've said that, starting it in the Navy is quite a nice idea. Yeah, yeah I like that. As soon as you said it, it sounded cool. It's something that's been alluded to, but it's something that... You know, if you open on a a ship somewhere or a submarine or something, and you have a mission as a crewman or as a commander or whatever it may be, and we could show why he was selected or why he chose yeah. to yeah, yeah. volunteer or how That'd he got cool. from being in the navy to being a, a, a field operative for for SIS or whatever, you know. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think that would bring something new to the table uh, doing it that way.
0: I guess they do have the option there to heavily fall back on the novel as a source material. I think there are real distinct problems in adapting Fleming's Bond from the page at this point. It's out of date now, you know? I, I don't think we want to see that anymore. We want to see what Bond has become in the public consciousness since then. And I think rather than just, you know, turning to the books and ignoring the films, I'd rather see... Some kind of combination of all the best elements. Of yeah. all of them. So, would your preference be for for a modern-day setting?
1: Um, I, I think so. I think um, the, the only Bond game where we've had it in the past is essentially from Russia with Love, because that was set, obviously, in the 1960s. Mm. Um, and I think... It could be restrictive in terms of what they can and can't do
0: within the story,
1: yeah. Um, especially in terms of technology.
0: I think my preference would still lean towards modern day. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. want too much beyond that. I wouldn't want like too much sci-fi gadgetry.
1: Because I mean, um, as, as much as I love everything or nothing, there were silly elements from down the day that crossed over into that. So you had invisible cars and invisible suits, even. But it kind of worked for a game, so it doesn't really bother me. Yeah, uh,
0: too much. So uh, games have a bit more license to do that sort of stuff anyway. Yeah, yeah. I like the variety of gadgetry in the in that game, though. Compare yeah, that yeah. to Quantum of Solace or or Bloodstone or something like that, where it's just like. Use your phone to do this, or use your phone to do that. And I'm like, give me something else, you know? Like, yeah. give me a Q spider that I can control, and yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. give me a drone, or give me a coin that I can flip and it will blind someone, you know? Uh,
1: I remember the uh, the world's not enough PlayStation game, and uh, the first mission was set in the bank, and you could get a pen, and all you had to do was just activate it to let you go through the metal detector without it going off. And something as simple as that didn't yeah. make you feel like Bond when you're using.
0: I guess if you look at the Hitman comparison, it, you, you have that planning stage of the missions in Hitman where you choose what you take with you, and perhaps it'd be a case of like that planning stage of that game could be turned into a like Q's lab step of it. Yeah, I want practical gadgetry, not just an app on a phone that can scan something or. A... Yeah,
1: yeah. I I always love watch gadgets.
0: Uh, watch gadgets always excite me, like grappling hook on the watch or. Mm. Something like that. I think the, the, the game think does cool. have a decision to make in terms of where it pitches itself. It's not yeah. tied into any one particular actor's interpretation, as we said, so it's not tied down to the down-to-earth, gritty Daniel Craig tone, necessarily. Mm-hmm. But they have to therefore decide, you know, where are they going to pitch themselves? Are they going to go... Really, really silly with it, or are they going to try and find a nice middle ground? You know, what gadget is too silly? Are they going to go for watch magnets and lasers and invisibility cars and stuff, or are they going to go somewhere in the middle with kind of semi plausible gadgetry? Yeah, yeah. Do you have any like must haves for this game, James?
1: Well, I think the must have is it must be third person. (laughs) Um, I don't feel like Bond when it's first person. I think the way to go is that third-person, more cinematic approach that Uncharted does so well. I think it will be third-person, because it's IO who's doing it, and they're not really known for first-person games, even though...
0: Yeah, I'd be very surprised if they did a first-person Bond game. It seems like what they do with Hitman, they do well, so... Yeah, and um, and I suppose they're just going to make
1: sure they've got a, a good voice cast as well, I think. Uh, yeah.
0: I mean, you mentioned about having different skins available to you. It might be a bit jarring if you hear the wrong voice coming out of the wrong face but yeah, yeah. Uh, if I were looking for a Bond
1: <laughs> well hopefully they'll be listening to this podcast go on and, James uh, give it your best audition my name is Bond, James Bond I don't think a uh, stop
0: accent really I don't, I don't know if they go that way <laughs> I was more leaning towards uh, someone else I don't. I don't think I could keep a straight face for long enough to get the job. <laughs> I'd sound like uh, you know Roger Moore, just enjoying himself too much. My name is Bond, James Bond.
1: I think that won't be a bad thing.
0: <laughs> I don't want them to portray him overly kind of like a sleaze ball. I don't want him to overdo mm. that kind of charm. You know, I think you probably do get it in those early two thousands Bond games where. The thing that they've distilled out of Bond is he's a charmer, you know, yeah. and the way he talks to the female characters is kind of cringy. Yeah. Do you remember off the top of your head the final lines of Everything or Nothing, James?
1: No, I can't tell you. Go on.
0: Because I believe he uh, he kisses—is uh, it Serena Saint Germain? That's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she says something like, "What was that for?" And and he says, "Call it a hint." Of bigger things to come.
1: It's quite a pontastic game.
0: That's like someone who saw the world is not enough, and heard that final line, and just thought, no, that's not crude and crass enough for what we want. Keep that out of it, you know. And that's one of the things I'd maybe like to see. That would be one of my must-haves in this game: is is to not be so reductive to the female characters, yeah, and not just to put them in as trophies to win.
1: Yeah, I think that was the problem with many of the Bond gainers. That are, in fact, all of them really have been kind of like that.
0: Save uh, this damsel in distress before she gets herself into trouble.
1: Yeah. Maybe there might be missions where you get to play as someone who's not Bond. Why not? Yeah. M.
0: M. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Move these papers from this drawer to this drawer.
1: <laughs> no, that, that's when you play as Money Penny. <laughs>
0: I mean, I, I don't demand that you play as more than the Bond character. I think that really, yeah. you know, Bond is who you play as. But I do think the story needs to be good. It needs to be coherent and engaging and not too ridiculous and far-fetched. I'm trying to think, like, what film in the series is closest to the tone I'd like the game to strike, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, something in the kind of... uh Live in Daylights? Living Daylights? Yeah, maybe, but maybe something like even as far as Tomorrow Never Dies, perhaps with yeah. the gadgetry. The, he's got the cool phone. He's got the car with all that stuff in it. That kind of area, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that'd be that'd be good. Yeah,
0: and maybe the uh, maybe the replayability of it and the replay value of it will allow you to do certain levels in a Dalton-esque way, or in a Roger Moore-esque way. You know, yeah, that would be good, yeah, yeah. Do it without drawing attention to yourself or do it without hitting on women or charm your way through the level, you know? Yeah. Or you know, make the pigeon double take. <laughs> I hope that we're right on some of these aspects. I'd hate to uh, look back and go, oh, back then we thought this game was going to happen Yeah, and it yeah. got cancelled, you know? <laughs> that yeah. would be a shame because, I mean, I think the Bond game series has passed around... And various people at different points have expressed an interest in,
1: in doing yeah. it.
0: I think IO Interactive is the right call. I trust them. Yeah, yeah. And if they're so listening and they uh, want our advice, you know who to call. Uh, email us. Emails <laughs> bonjamcast at gmail.com and we shall. Uh, we'll start checking that email more often. <laughs> <laughs> tweet us. Get us on Instagram. Yeah. I don't know. So that was a nice conversation there about uh, Project 007. A little bit of a different structure than our normal in-between episodes. Uh, Quite often we have quite a high concept idea for these episodes where it's like you bring ten things and I bring ten things and we battle it out. And I just wanted to see what would happen today if we just sort of chatted. Yeah, that was a good chat. And uh, next up we'll be back to our film episode once again with Honor Majesty's Secret Service. Right, let's play games with James. Games with James. So, we, uh, we, we decided to record this episode at quite late notice. Full disclosure, this is the 20th of February, 2021. Uh, you're probably not hearing this until, like, April or something at the earliest. So... Um, you know, we're getting it in the can. I didn't have time to actually necessarily drum up a new games with James, but luckily I had one on the back burner that I uh, was waiting to use. So okay. it's not related in any way to video games. Um, but I'll bust it out now, James.
1: Okay. Is it gonna be hard?
0: Uh no, probably not. Uh um, okay. firstly I'm gonna need a sound from you for when you get one of these questions right. Okay. Um da 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 da. And okay, and if you do get any of these wrong, uh, what sound will that make? Did it, did it, did it, did it. Mm. I might just say that last note. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> <laughs> it, it just had a sort of note of sadness that I think would be fitting. <laughs> so get ready for potentially the easiest games with James you've had so far. This is Bond Girls First Lines Quiz. Oh, I don't know whether this is going to go well or not, then. You understand the concept? hmm I'm going to read you a line. You tell me who said it. So let's play the Bond Girls' first lines quiz. Number one. Sorry, I'm late, James, but your signal from Macau just reached the office.
1: Oh, my God. This <laughs> is much easy. Say that
0: again. Sorry, I'm late, James, but your signal from Macau just reached the office. These are Bond girls. Well, Bond women, if you want to be twenty-first oh, yeah, yeah. century about this. What the hell
1: is it? Um, I, I don't know. Um, Money, Penny.
0: <laughs> no, it's not. It is "Merry Goodnight" from the Man with the Golden Gun.
1: Oh, of course, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. That's the first line.
0: Yep, I believe so. I hope so. Oh. I made this quiz a long time ago, and yeah. if it's wrong. I don't care.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry I'm late, James, but your signal from Macau only just reached the office.
0: Number two. Yep. Please take a seat. I'll be with you in just a moment. This is harder than you think. <laughs> I'm gonna hear that? This this is mm. much. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Holly Goodhead. It is not. It is Madeline Swan from Spectre. Oh God. Yeah. Please take a seat. I'll be with you in just a moment. I have got that. Number three.
1: Goodbye, Felix. Is it um, Dink from Goldfinger?
0: Uh, what? It Say goodbye th- to Felix. Goodbye, Felix. Nope. No. Ah, oh, come on now. These are all kind of leading Bond women. Leading so to suppose, Bond women. So to speak. Okay. It is not. It is Pam Bouvier. Pam hey, me, James. Goodbye, Felix. So she actually says goodbye. Felix yeah, she okay, says yeah. the thing I says. She says. Okay, <laughs> there's no way around it, James. Yeah. Okay. Number four. Now you can afford to buy me a drink.
1: This is so difficult. I can't believe you think this was easy. <laughs> now you can afford to buy me a drink. Oh, is it Severin from
0: Skyfall? Da, 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 da. Correct. Yes. We're well all done.
1: done. Now you can afford to buy me a drink.
0: Number five. Can I help you? Oh my god, this is so vague. Um, is it? Is it Goodhead? Da, 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 da. It is Goodhead. Oh, yes. Good afternoon. Can I help you? Number six. It is, isn't it? I should know this one. I can actually picture
1: it. Um, well, I can't picture it, but I can imagine it being said. I'm going to have to call time. Um, okay.
0: Um, I don't know. Pussy galore. Would it help if I gave you the line that introduces that line?
1: it yeah, it probably will do. It'll just give it away straight away.
0: Magnificent view. Ah, oh, uh, yeah, it's good. Good impression. Another <laughs> day. It's Jinx from down jinx, down of the day.
1: Yeah. Magnificent view. It is, isn't
0: it? Okay, number seven. I have a car nearby.
1: Is it um? Million, have a look from few eyes only. What he rescues her and he goes, Oh, uh, I hope you've got a car. It's like, Oh, I've got a car nearby.
0: No, she doesn't. (laughs) Do you want to know the line that Bond says first? Go on then. I love you. Oh, of course,
1: yeah. It's it's Aki. It is. (laughs) I love you. I have a car nearby.
0: Number eight, select Mir. So, what? Select Mia. Select Mia.
1: Oh, uh, it's oh, of course it's Pussy Galore. Uh, what is it not? <laughs> Why would it be Pussy Galore? Because doesn't she have a like an assistant <laughs> called Mia? No.
0: <laughs> no. What's her name then? Like Miley, I think her name is. Oh, Miley. Yeah, of course. Damn Mia. It. Mia is a satellite, and oh, she's talking in her mic. Natalia.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Natalia. Select Mia.
0: I thought that was the easiest one. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh,
0: Number nine. I'm not pleased it was stolen in the first place.
1: What on earth? I, honestly, my mind goes blank when we play these games. <laughs> this is obvious, this one. And I can't think... I should know this. I should know this. Yeah, I canna- um, Okay. <laughs> I'm going to have to call time, James. So, um, uh, ah, damn it. Um, I, can't, I can't allow you this long, James. Yeah, no, no, just go for it. Tell me.
0: It's Octopussy.
1: When does Oh, of course, yes, yeah, because she's not even talking to Bond. She's talking to no. Kemal Khan.
0: You should be pleased. I'm not pleased it was stolen in the first place.
1: Nice, easy one next. Number ten. Oh, you, well, you say that, based on my record at the minute. Oh, thank you. Oh, it could be anybody, that. Um Is it... Um, I can't even think of the names here. You know, this is how how, how much it's gone. Uh, is it Tanya
0: from From Much with Love? Uh, oh. uh, no, it's not. It is Melina Havelock. What? It's such an incidental little line. I think she's being like helped off the plane or oh, something.
1: Oh yeah, because she, 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 the first time she talks isn't to Bond, is it? Your packages,
0: Signorina. Oh, thank you. Okay, number eleven, the penultimate one. Okay. You're English. Who are you? You're English. Who are you?
1: Uh, It's um, Cara from The Living Daylights
0: Come on, I've got one right again (laughs) Well done, James You're English Who are you? And finally, number 12 Get In It's uh, Camille in Quantum of Solace That's correct Well done Oh my god Get in. What? Get in.
1: Did you know how many I got right then? Um, four,
0: I think. Oh my God. That was probably the (laughs) worst
1: score I've ever had on these games with James.
0: Oh, Never mind. Wait until
1: we do a Games with Simon, then you'll know. I how
0: can't it feels. wait. I can't wait. You're going to turn the tables. One of these days, we're going to do an episode where James takes over and he'll lead the subjects and he'll do a Games with Simon segment. And uh, yeah, I look forward to seeing you do your worst. <laughs> there you go. That was our episode 12. Something like that. Uh, that was our episode discussing our hopes for Project 007, the upcoming James Bond video game from IO Interactive. Um, Do you have any must-haves or hopes for the games uh, coming up? Uh, If you do, please leave them in the comments on YouTube, or you can tweet at us, or add them to Facebook or Instagram, at Cast. And do get in touch with anything else you wanted to discuss. So, we'll be back with our next episode, which will be on Her Majesty's Secret Service, so do come back for that and stay tuned. Subscribe to stay updated as to when they are, because we don't have a regular upload date as of yet, so it's just as and when we get round to doing it. So uh, subscribe so you don't miss out. Uh, You can listen to us on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, and we're working on other platforms as well. Uh, Give us a review, rating, whatever's your poison, I don't know what I'm talking about James help me out here. Hello. Uh what what do you say at the end of every episode James? Don't forget to spread that jam. Yeah, perform monkey just do your <laughs> catchphrase. <laughs> and cheerio. Cheerio. I mean I wasn't quite ready to say goodbye yet okay. but uh, Yeah, I was, I was waiting for you to say it. Oh, okay. right. do, right. do it again. So, uh yes, as my as my colleague has just asked you uh don't forget to uh, to spread the aforementioned jam and uh see you. Cheerio. Yes, nailed it.